0: Indeed, indeed, the dinner party role playing podcast. I'm your host and Dungeon Master James Grussell. With me today are fun people Beth and Mike. Say hi, Beth and Mike. Hello. Hi. It's getting there. It's getting better.
1: It, yeah, I thought it was very I didn't clear. Didn't
0: say dungeon this time, so that was better. The whole time I, thought even I was the show was getting better, and I
2: was like, good. Well, sure. There's that too. <laughs> yeah. What? What a weird way to start the episode. Sorry, <laughs> no. Beth. I cut you off.
1: It's fine. I was just staring uh, at at James's Sapporo.
2: Oh
0: yes. Here.
1: Can I have wow. another? Yeah,
0: that was a fantastic. They're in, they're awesome. in the fridge. Uh, it's been a while since uh, we had had beer during the show. I'm yeah, re- do you
1: think I can do it? Because back when we started, I would drink and I would stop did. talking. <laughs> yeah,
0: we all drank at the beginning. I'm, I'm re-listening to the early episodes, and we all were drinking during. The- <laughs> There's several of those first ones where I'm like, oh, I missed that because I was getting more wine. <laughs> yeah, but we did. Uh, we had lunch today instead of dinner, so. Uh, we ate earlier, just before we recorded this, and uh, did the hot pot that was promised from the yeah. cave journey.
1: It was so good. It was Some great.
0: Shabu shabu inspired hot pot.
2: I do want to say that I do think that this is the first time during the prequel that we've eaten and then successfully and then actually recording. Recorded it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Usually we eat and then we're like, yeah, we're not
1: actually we're, Yeah.: it. <laughs> good job, us. Yeah,
2: I was ready.
0: I was in the mindset. No, we're gonna we're gonna get it in the day, but we did we did the hot pot turned out great.
1: It did so tasty. The one sad thing about a hot pot is that by the time you are full, it is the most delicious that it will have been.
0: Yes, that it ever was. That's that is very true. Because you
1: add the meats and you add the the seasonings and you you shabu shabu all the different stuff in there, and the broth just gets so delicious and reduced by the end of the meal.
2: Did you have? A- A little bit at the end there?
1: I didn't because uh, Mike and I brought our puppy over and he had a little piece of wood in his mouth and then uh, somebody took the wood out of his mouth and put it into the shabu-shabu pot. And that's when I thought, oh, I wanted to taste the broth. But then there was like dog stuff in it.
0: (laughs) Wait, what? Somebody's me yeah <laughs> it, wait when did i you... thought it was done i was cleaning up oh it, it was done okay it just we'll see did see didn't occur to me. <laughs> me i had some of that at the end
2: and i was sitting there thinking like i just ate dog slobbering like i something was crunchy maybe i ate the wood <laughs> no, no 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 nothing was crunchy. no it was uh <laughs> it was
0: when i was clearing the table but oh, gotcha. um But yeah,
1: yeah. if anybody out there has a puppy, you know, they just eat anything that's on the floor. And so you're constantly fishing stuff out of their mouth. And I guess we were putting it into the hot pot after uh, we were done eating the hot pot.
2: (laughs)
0: so yes.
1: no anyway did, you did you liked it it was so good
0: yeah the <laughs> by the end there it got explosive yeah it was it was really something sp- i was i was really happy with it i hadn't mm-hmm. done anything like this before we used the fondue pot again <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it worked out great if, if you have a fondue pot at home and are like what else am i doing with this thing and sitting in the in the cupboard or the drawer or whatever doing nothing do a hot pot it was great it was great it was fun yeah. It smells great up here. It does. It does smell good. Mm-hmm. And it was it was really easy to come together. Like, I, I was worried about like, oh, I don't have a lot of time to prep food today. What uh, No, it was like a half hour. So just to, you know, cut some mushrooms. like
1: and- we should do hot pot maybe once a week. We could do like a taco night and a hot pot night.
2: Mm. Ooh. Sounds good. I made cookies at the new place and the amount of space we have. Oh my gosh, it was so great. <laughs> I made <laughs> cookies in half the amount of time I did at our
0: old place they're fantastic they are i think your best that i think so too. other other than the ones that you dropped outside our apartment in in like (laughs) peak covid yeah (laughs) like we hadn't (laughs) seen each other for six months and it was like the little bag outside our door oh (laughs) because these are different chocolate chips
1: well those ones also like taste like love yeah
0: those those were like the situation yeah Yeah, it was very situational but these these were or yeah absolutely oh that's because
2: yeah you guys were yeah, we were like, up, and then you, you, you only ate a certain, like, we would only go oh, out yeah. a certain we, amount of we times a week. we were going out like even, once a month. Yeah. So those were probably the best cookies It I've was, yeah, had. that was, those were very,
0: very <laughs> special, but, but these are spectacular. These are my favorite. I'm so I love happy. the salt. I yeah. think that you definitely hit the salt right on these.
2: Yeah, I'm going to continue this mm-hmm. and then I'll, yeah, I'll keep moving forward. So if anybody wants to try my cookies, you can't.
0: <laughs> I don't know why I brought that up. Maybe when you get it right, maybe it'll be a recipe card. <gasps> People did ask for somebody, a patron asked for your pierogi recipe, because we talked about it after Thanksgiving.
2: Pierogi recipe, we can definitely give those out. I actually uh, just got my family history, at, like in a book. My, oh, one cool. of my, One of my relatives uh, went to Poland and got a bunch of stuff. And I, I looked at the, the pierogi recipe, and it was super similar to what Beth and I did. The oh, only nice. thing was they boiled it, and we didn't boil sure. it. So I was impressed. The cookie recipe, I don't know if I want to give that out. Like, that's, <laughs> that's for you. That's something for me. Like the Brogies the is like you could look that up online. Sure. I don't know if this cookie thing. is. So we'll, we'll we'll talk about it.
0: <laughs> we don't have to make any commitments. No, no, no. That's fine. No commitments. I've please. got I've got a couple things that <laughs> I wouldn't share too. So.
1: just DM me. I'll give you
2: the <laughs> I swear to God, if you do. <laughs> supposed to make a business out of this, giving away super secret formula.
0: <laughs> it's so it's it's so cool that you got that. His family history book That's it's a, cool
2: man we have like a family crest and everything oh, nice. it's like yeah i brought it over because i wanted to show chelsea oh yeah chelsea like, will love really that neat.
0: my sister and i were, were texting the other day but it was my mom's birthday last week and we were texting about she was asking me if i had like any like family recipes from like like our her my mom's mom our grandma or anything and i was like no i don't mm. i have a couple of my mom's that like her Caesar dressing you guys have had Mm -hmm. and uh the chicken soup which is very very simple but like my that was what my mom would make growing up all the time and it's like my favorite food so like that that we have those are hers but like family recipes we don't really have and that's that's something that like I wish we had like I'm glad that I have the Caesar dressing recipe and the chicken soup one like now written down Mm -hmm. because that's something I don't want to lose easter's coming up yeah um
2: there's a fun easter tradition that the polish people uh polish people would do about like the easter basket stuff they Mm -hmm. would bring like a bunch of stuff to church (gasps) and then the the priest would bless it all it's like oh cool uh uh Butter in the shape of the uh, lamb. Of the lamb. lamb. Oh yeah, yeah, we did the
0: lamb butter. Yeah,
2: yeah. Then there's like a bunch of different meats. Mm-hmm. And you just
1: put Jesus. it cheeses. It's basically yeah. a beautiful charcuterie basket.
0: Yeah, and then the the priest would just bless it with his holy water. We always had a butter lamb growing up at Easter. A butter lamb and kibasa. That was the Polish yeah. stuff yeah, that yeah. We, yeah. that that kept going. Mm-hmm. Was the butter lamb and the and the kibasa. All, mean, we always have kibasa at holidays, and yes. then the butter lamb is like a thing on Easter. Do we know why? The Lamb of God, yeah, probably. Yeah, I think.
3: I don't know, I, guys.
1: I gotta admit something takes to away you. The
2: sins of the earth. Don't you remember that hymn? So-
0: oh my God, or that's gonna be in my head. Sorry, I'm so you sorry, you monster. Yeah,
1: <laughs> hey, you can have a butter lamb. Just know that Beth's like what.
2: Another thing, another so there's this weird thing in Christmas where back in the olden days, Polish people said that on Christmas Day, the first person to enter a household has to be a man because it will bring you uh good luck.
0: There's all kinds of like threshold traditions with Christmas and stuff, yeah. But if
1: it's a woman, dude, it'll bring out. sickness, it'll bring illness, <laughs> sickness to your family
0: on Christmas.
1: Christmas, sickness. it's like, what the heck.
0: Poland? What are you teaching people? That's so awful. <laughs> I really want to know what dude that happened to. Where yeah. they, he just happened to get sick, and then he had the amount of power yeah. to be like, no, no. <laughs> never again. Mom came in this first is on because Christmas Mom Day. Mom came over first. <laughs> There's a whole lot. or like a, or like a sister-in-law that he hates or
2: something.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> 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 like some bullshit. Yeah, because somebody gets sick and then brings it to the whole family. The whole family gets sick, and yeah. that's what brings illness. It's like, oh my gosh, come on! It's science. Anyways, <laughs> I digress. Let's do D and D.
3: Let's do D and <laughs>
0: <laughs> rip it. <laughs> um, I've been waiting. Oh, uh, I went on a tangent. <laughs> In the prequel, we've had Thanksgiving, Christmas, and Easter. <laughs> still, we're going to do
3: wow. We're going to
0: get to Memorial Day before we get back to season five. Jeez. So it's uh but we're doing it. We're doing it, we're in the meat of the prequel, we're having fun. And
1: vampires.
0: Vampires are a big part of it, yep. Which you said after we finished last time, you said you did not expect Never this to be a Never expected this story. to
1: be uh not at all. L- 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 bottom of my list of things. Really? Big frog, more more possible. <laughs> Riding uh giant horses, very high on the list. Uh jung- jungle jungle nude stuff. Thought maybe vampires never.
0: I did think about, not necessarily in the nude, but jungle swinging was on the table for a while. Yeah. Could you imagine jungle swinging in the nude? Just
2: right now, the some- bugs sometimes would be too.
0: very upsetting.
2: Yeah, and like hitting yourself on a twig. You ever seen? A it? Branch with you ever watched yeah. Tarzan? Like, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, but jungle swinging in the nude. He's got enough. Yeah, he don't
1: have that much, dude.
0: It's enough though. If you're if you're moving at speed. I think you, you, just, you just catch a twig at the right <laughs> spot. So
1: free, you know? Yeah. It would be. Well, you get splinters on your toes. It's my problem.
0: Yeah. Mm. If, you're, if you're surfing like that, like in the Disney mm-hmm. film. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What the? You can't do that really. You got to have hobbit feet. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> yeah. You have to like build up to it for a couple of years before you can start. It's, yeah. It's not a beginner course. Surfing. But yeah, vampire story or vampires are somehow involved. That was the big thing with uh, Last We Left You Off, after your, your week uh, in the caves, uh, on, first under the city and then through a mountain into this new place where you are now. The caves were an interesting journey for a couple reasons. First, we had some fun goofing around in the first night after the worm bus, and then things got a little bit more serious. Uh, the crab fight was mostly unserious.
1: Hungry. Motivated by yeah, hunger. Motivated
0: by hunger. Uh, the crab represented in the hot, hot pot today uh, via the fish cake, which is not real crab. And neither was the crab that you fought because I made it up.
1: <laughs> the justification stands true.
0: Yep. Yeah. It works. Tasted good.
1: I love fish cake.
0: Mm-hmm. It was really good.
1: I love it so much. I try to add it to anything that I can, like any kind of soup or stuff. It doesn't ever, ever need fish, my chicken noodle soup, but it's hmm. better with it.
0: It's one of those things that I, I don't think I would have sought out if not for you. Me? Yeah, because when uh, I, I forget if we were out to, out for ramen or something, but there was something where we were out somewhere and you were like, try this, it's really good. I would have avoided it because I would have thought that it would have been too fishy or there would have been a texture thing ah, I don't like. No, it's sweet. It is. It's a totally different thing.
1: Okay, next I'm going to turn you on to rice cakes.
0: Yes, we were also somewhere else where, where, where there were the rice cakes and those were really good. Where, where was that? Anyway, probably a Little Tokyo, probably. but um, I'm trying to find ago.
1: ways to put like little medallion rice cakes into near anything because they're really, they're just a lovely chew and they take on whatever flavor you want. It's just a nice addition.
0: Tofu is something I want to try to use more of because that takes flavor of whatever you want. So there's, there, there's, I want to try to get away from I've been doing a lot of meat and potatoes lately. I want to try to get away from that.
4: Mm.
0: It was the crab fight was motivated by hunger. Then there was uh, you. Navy and Katheria had a somewhat serious conversation about the issues she's having with her wild magic. Yeah. Nils and Katheria grew closer. Yes, we did. Yes, they did through a, a late night conversation and then a, a nice moment during a uh, during battle after fighting a um, an undead woman of some kind of indeterminate origin.
1: Absolute creep.
0: You met a man uh, who identified himself as Castian Valmoriel. He said that he was a hunter sent by the council to deal with the creature in this land. Uh, When you exited the caves, you found yourselves in a a snow-covered mountainside, uh, hillside, not the bright, somewhat tropical-esque place that you were outside the city on the other side of this cavern system. That is where we will rejoin you. Do you guys have any other questions before we get back into it?
1: The big mysteries of the season. Yes.
0: You were brought here originally kind of on Navia's whim. Navia was seeking out some, not necessarily evil, but, but you guys as students of uh, the Order of Gelidoy were always told like, oh, the Feywild is this magical place full of incredible wonders, uh, but don't go there. This is knowledge, not practical right. magic. Um, and uh, Navia and Katheria, being the rebellious university students that you are, for lack of a better uh, uh, term, d- d- decided to go there anyways. Uh, you brought Nils and Majumbo through by happenstance and then discovered the mansion of the wizard, Plinther Belamore, who said, Yes, I will send you home. I have that ability if you help me find my missing dinner guests. Through that conversation, it became clear that there was some sort of important thing going on with this summit that he was holding. Um, he didn't give you a ton of information about it, but uh, he was being a little bit cagey. He also at least has some awareness of who Catheria is or who her family is. There, was, there were vibes there. Catheria found in his laboratory, an ancient scroll that had uh, her family name in it. After you found a crashed cart, you found some evidence that indicated that there were at least two groups involved in that kerfuffle. One a group of dragonborn chronomancers, time wizards, and another group of uh, uh, pig creatures, pigmen, who are some sort of master hunters. You don't know their relation to the other. The bandits that you found shortly thereafter were mostly interested in the chronomancers after discovering that you had one of, the, uh, one of their hourglasses on your person. Uh, You defeated those bandits and learned that this cult of the White Oak, some some sort of cult, uh, was responsible for this. And you you, um, went into the city to further investigate. Uh, After asking around a shady bar, you were led to an ambush where a cult member uh, tried to dispatch you with a bunch of bugs. Uh, Not a fun fight for Navia. You defeated the bug man. And then found a hidden passageway that led you to the worm bus station. And then the caves. So that brings us to... Vampires. That brings us to vampires, yes. (laughs) Uh, Yes, there is a strange root system that drew life from Catheria after she interacted with it. Uh, After that moment, Catheria started to have strange dreams uh, in this cave system. And uh, Navia's wild magic was getting worse. Majumbo related the sense of draining that Katheria described to legends that he had from his hometown, uh, or his his, uh, family history of vampires, um, and the kind of draining uh, energies that they have in their legends. You encountered some sort of undead woman who had the same kind of life force draining uh, abilities, Use them once again on Katheria. Um, before she was routed out of the caves and then ultimately decapitated and disintegrated by Castian Valmoriel, your new companion. I won't necessarily say friend yet. We'll see. We don't know. Maybe he's an Sounds like we're
1: heading in that direction, though.
0: I don't know. Well, I do know. You'll find out. (laughs) You'll find out. Uh, He conjured a fire for you guys to sit around at the end of the last episode, and when he did so, his magic resembled that of a uh, flower.
3: Suspicious! But not to
1: me. In a metagame
0: way.
3: Yeah. Yes. Cat just thinks pretty.
0: That's for you, the listeners, to interpret as you will.
3: And me and Mike to be like, <laughs> how the fuck is that Titan? in? How? I know. Um, <clears throat> keeps rubbing oh. it in, dude.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know all of it. I know how it ends. <laughs> maybe how
1: it's improv we could really throw it off the you rails could, you
0: could really fuck mm-hmm. things up yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. cat jumps off the cliff if oh. someone
0: <laughs> i did i was thinking about this as i was writing yesterday like can't die <laughs> in the main story too you could really fuck things up too if one of you dies that would be a drag <laughs> uh but it's possible
1: across that fantasy bridge when we get to it
0: yes maybe literally <laughs> Uh, all right, so we'll get back into the story. Uh, do you guys have any other questions?
1: I um, I was laughing because I, when I said big mysteries, I was thinking like Cat has black hair and she'll have blonde hair eventually. Oh we'll yes, rip. that's
0: true too. Yes, Navia and Cat will ultimately have some sort of rift, right? And Cat uh, will at some point um, get a Panther. Get a Panther. Nils will lose an arm. All of these things we. Jumbo will die. Majumbo will not be part of nights of the events of nights Pass, At least,
1: is he dead? Did he die? We
0: don't know. Uh, Gressel knows. I know.
1: Damn! <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> yeah, I was thinking like maybe we should cut that part out so that it's all uh, still surprise for people who are like, "Oh, I, oh, she's mentioning her black hair a lot. That's interesting." But then the, the callback happens. So. Joke's too good. Joke's
0: too good. Gotta
1: keep it in. And it happens
0: a lot. Yeah. <laughs> the amount of times I've hit undo because we've got a punchline.
1: Sorry. Why do I have full health?
0: Uh, you would have rested. Okay. You would have rested at, the, at the, the, the fire that Castian summoned. Yeah, I yeah, have full it. health too. So. Uh, so. <clears throat> you descend the hillside from the mouth of the cave following, with some apprehension, the stranger who calls himself Castion Valmorio. Since arriving, the Feywild very little has made sense, although the other side of the tunnels brings a new definition of otherworld labor. A natural path winds its way downward, full of switchbacks and drop-offs, and leads toward a snow-covered landscape at once beautiful and disturbing. A pale blue blanket covers nearly everything in sight, and a constant dusting of shimmering flakes falls slowly from the cerulean sky above. Fuchsia crystal formations jut from the snow cover like ice on the shore of a raging winter sea. Far in the distance, some miles away, a swirling vortex of cobalt clouds stretches from land to sky. Violet lightning flashing through the column, drawing your gaze with each, with each flash. Cassian explains, "'Tis all the Old Lord's doing."
1: "'The snow is the Old Lord's doing?'
0: yeah that's what he says you could ask him questions uh he 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 describes it as a perversion of nature punishing this land for his sins he doesn't say a lot when you guys were at the fire um but that is something that he tells you what was the sins of the old guy
1: this is very serious sounding
0: (laughs) i was writing this like this is a turn tonal <laughs> tonally. <laughs> we're not going to turn tonally. No. <laughs> but this no, guy can yeah. be this guy be serious. The old Lord Lord Oralthos 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 Lord Oralthos ruled over these lands, uh, and they were once vibrant and verdant the way that uh, anywhere else in this land, in this world is. Uh, I know it's it's something you blandlanders are not used to seeing such vibrancy.
1: Uh, excuse me.
0: Now, I understand that. that we are Blandlanders,
1: and we come from a place that isn't quite as colorful in these particular ways. However, in a different organization of beauty, one might say that the Blandlands are also stunning.
0: Yeah, have you ever been there, to the Blandlands? I have never been so subjected to such subject monotony, no. But I have heard tales of...
3: A pale gray sky, and just
0: dirt covered fields of of barrenness and death so that's only out west.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, but also like cat, this guy says he's heard tales of it, but he's never been there. We've been to both We've so been this to guy both. is we're being subjected to his monotonous my eyes
3: monotonous. are
2: tired yeah, aren't oh yours oh my gosh
0: this is so bl- bland blue and oh. blue <laughs> it is very blue as you're walking down this hillside it's weird how suddenly you're in this snow covered place and the sky is all clouds it's constant snowfall it's not like a blizzard it's not blowing in every you know it's not like it's blowing sideways or anything but it's a constant steady snowfall and these these snowflakes shimmer in a in a blueness that is hypernatural it is not it's not ice blue the way that we in our world describe ice blue it's an actual blue it's an actual pale blue hmm. um and this center col- this big column of of cloud that swirls around this center this this center point a few miles away um is deep and dark and a very rich blueness and it's swirling and it has these purple streaks of lightning throughout it, and it's obscuring whatever it is that it's cover that that it's swirling around.
1: Would that and I, so I point towards that point. Mm-hmm. Would that be Lord Orotho's castle?
0: Indeed, it would be.
1: Mm. Mm.
2: I've seen a castle before.
1: I've seen a castle before too. I've in been one.
0: in one. Oh, almost jinxed. Oh, nobility. Uh, that, w- that would explain how uh, perhaps you have the means to. To come here, and these are your your servants, I assume. Uh, I wouldn't. No, no, no. Oh, hit! Hey, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. If we're talking, who is more wealthy amongst us? It's definitely me. It's definitely Majumbo. It's, uh, yeah. Yes, it's
1: what I've learned.
0: Yes. Uh, no. I come from the uh, the trading city of Blasnamsarid. Maybe you've heard of it. It's, I don't think
1: he's heard. of it. I don't know if he Jugo. has
0: because he hasn't really traveled. He hasn't really that been far. very
1: many places.
0: Yeah. Oh, right. I'm sorry. I mean, so, you've been stuck in this one place, your boring normal world <laughs> with your purple sky, whatever. Uh, yeah. You haven't seen the marketplaces of, of the greatest city in any world. Uh, it's, uh, it's... Well, neither have I, though. So, well, he doesn't, he doesn't know that. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah, that's. Yeah, why I used to describe quiet. them to oh. you. You could have bullshitted it. It's <clears throat> Navia though is more serious she she's kind of still settling with the fact that she felt so powerless in the last fight that she like couldn't cast magic she's like holding her staff more like she's walking around ready to like fight something she's brandishing her staff in like a way that's like on guard and and not and, like the rest of you are kind of just casually you know hiking but she's pulling up the rear staying back a little bit she's looking around
1: i think i'm gonna try to pull her in the conversation mm-hmm. Navy and I are druids of Galadoy. We are of the order. So we've been to castles. Roll
0: uh, Insight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 22. Oh. Damn. 19 plus 3. When you say Galadoy, uh you notice the smallest change in his expression. There's a very quick flash of recognition or something across his face. That clicked in a way that nothing, like, like Majumbo talking about Plasnom's rate yeah. in the markets or whatever, nothing. But Gelidoy was something for, uh, for Castian.
1: Oh, so you're familiar with my order.
0: Long ago, there were members of your order who passed between worlds. Long, this was long before the war, of course. They're, they're part of the reason why we know what we know of the Blandlands. In the first place, the members of the order who served, of course, your goddesses, such as they are,
1: were they the ones who started calling our lands the Bland Lands?
0: Well, I suppose that was the Council's doing. You know, they—they they think very highly of themselves.
1: This is the second time you've brought up the Council.
0: Yeah, who are the what? Are, who and what are the Council? Yeah, the
2: what the Council of what? Cat's They're... very, very like snow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> the Council of Snow.
2: Yeah,
0: you heard me.
1: Cat's paying close attention. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the High Council of Fae Elves who rule over the, this world, they, they sit atop the, the citadel in the, in the city and, and rule over everything that it, that it sees, which is pretty much everything. It is at their whim that I serve, that I was sent here. They can see everything? How far? Like, how far
2: can they see? Can
0: they see past this,
2: the snow and all this?
0: Well, uh, I, this storm may make it difficult, but... And he, he like, comes over and he, he takes your shoulders in his hands, and he's oh. much taller than you. He's Damn. probably... He's an elf, <clears throat> from the looks of it, his, his ears are pointing out of his, his long hair. Like, 6'7"? Yeah, he's not
1: quite... <laughs> <laughs> Not that, tall.
0: not that tall i'm not that tall i know yeah, how
1: tall are you nils is five, probably ten? like
0: five nine five nine. It,
1: it's so funny though for nils to be like oh he's taller than me what is he like six seven <laughs> that's mike five,
0: like ten. not being a short person is what that is <laughs> that's mike not realizing that six one is tall to us normies <laughs> right,
2: i'm sorry i've never had to deal with this <laughs> I apologize. That is a honest mistake. <laughs> yeah.
0: He's like 6'3", which
2: is tall. Okay. So, all right.
1: Just an inch taller than you, Mike.
2: Ross fight. <laughs> Okay. All right. I get it. I get it. I get it.
1: The amount that we reference Ross on this show, for people who do not know who Ross know. is. A, yeah. Uh, honorary sixth player character, Ross. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. Tall German.
0: Tall German Ross. We, uh, Yeah, so he's like 6'3". So he's taller than you. He's not as broad. Um, but when he, takes, when he takes your shoulders in his hands, you can feel that there's strength. Mm-hmm. You can appreciate the athleticism with which he moves. I feel like there's, there's a way. Like, he, came, he got to you quickly. It's like, very fast. Yeah. yeah. yeah I feel um, a
2: sense of urgency and uh, seriousness. If anybody's going to grab my shoulders, yeah. I'm going to think oh, okay, what?
0: Yeah, and he kind of, he turns you, and, I, you know, there's a little bit of resistance, and then we, I, just naturally, I feel like you would... You oh, would, yeah. You, yeah. But he's able to, you know, you, you understand what's happening, because he kind of, he leans down to put his head next to yours, and he, so that he's positioning you to look up back mm. um, east, uh, kind of southeast, and he, uh, he says, the storm will make it a little bit difficult, but you may be able to see the top, uh, of the citadel itself, the, and the the beacons, that uh, that light, the vision, the of the council roll perception nine <laughs> nine's <laughs> not going to do it nine able- yeah yeah you can he's kinda- not holding my shoulders but I'm looking no but you can kind of follow their gaze fifteen 15? Uh fifteen's not going to do it really either the they're, they're, the cloud cover. At Kithiria, you can kind of see where this storm ends. It extends a little bit into the mountain range that you guys passed under, but it dissipates a little bit after that. But it still makes it difficult, and with the mountains and everything, all you really see is the where the mountains kind of meet the sky. You're not, this guy could be
1: lying. He could be.
0: Mm, you can will. roll insight to see if he's lying. This
1: guy... Uh, 14 plus 3, 17. He's touching Nils. What's he up to?
0: He doesn't seem like, he's completely bullshitting. Like, he's not, it it doesn't seem to you that he's fucking with Nils. Okay. Like, there, there's, there seems to be at least some truth to, like, you're able to piece together between your perception and your insight. That's the direction, at least, that the city would be. Mm -hmm. Whether or not you can actually see the top of this tower from this side of the mountain range, you're kind of like, there's no fucking way. But you don't immediately think that he's being untrue, <laughs> he might believe that. He, he might, might believe that, right? Yeah. But whether or not it's actually true, you can't determine. Nils, you cannot see this.
2: oh uh, I'm can't see it, but if I was maybe six seven, I might be able to.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I know that usually your your people are a little bit vertically challenged, so it's it's all right. Uh, you know, we'll we'll, we'll get it. We'll get a better look. My, my Well, yes, so. we're you know. Sometimes
2: your people are vertically accelerated.
0: <laughs> this is this is true. I, I was the I was the shortest of my brothers, believe it or not. I believe it.
1: Castian, if we're going to travel together for a period, there needs to be a level of respect between your people and our people. This
0: is a fair point. I'd like shake him off me. I'm sorry for for uh uh coming across maybe a little bit uh in, intense after um after our fight there with, with the spawn, but to be honest with you, I didn't come here alone. Would have been foolish to, to try to take on some, some an enemy of this magnitude without backup, but my party was... Well, they didn't make it.
3: In sight! <laughs> Nat oh, won!
0: You have no idea. You're now th- you're thinking about other things. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> what happened to your party, though? Did the, did the
2: snow get them or did did they get attacked
0: well, a little bit of both uh, I suppose um, would, would be the truth of it there's this this snow is an unnatural occurrence here this this land should be like I said this land should be very very healthy and and, and alive, but there's an, an, a real evil uh brought upon this place after uh, after the old Lord joined up. With uh, Urenthanius, Agoranthium. They Ooh. turned the snow evil? Well, conjured the snow in the first place. It's oh. Some sort of divine punishment, one might, one might imagine.
1: This is a name that we've heard before.
0: Yes, it is. I know, that's why I said it. Oh, did you say it to him? <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Can't you tell with my character voice? <laughs> God damn it
4: we've heard this voice
0: before. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would imagine that you would. It's, the war was one of the, the defining points of our history. It was...
1: uh, oh, oh! I'm going to keep listening. I was rummaging through my pockets for a moment, but then he said something I did not know about.
0: It still lives in my memory, although I, I, I imagine that that you folk might be too too young. I, I remember Argaranthium from before he... he he led his crusade. Uh, my, I, I was brought to uh, his his castle by, by my brother when I was a boy. And it was one of the finest estates in this world or, or any other. It extended, you know, it seemed like for miles. And at the center of it, there was this massive, massive tree. We, it, it was such a sight to behold. Was a thousand feet high at least, and the canopy was vast enough that it could have held a small village. Oh, and the trunk shone with this brilliant light, and its wood was harder than mithril. Yeah. Around its base, he built his castle. Uh, he was the most powerful and respected member of the council, and I suppose that's how he was able to turn them all so easily to his whims. Is his imagined motivations for 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 what ended up being his war. And the old lord here uh, was was one of his most fervent supporters. And I guess it's rumored that uh, he took a cutting of that tree when Agaranthe fell to the dragons. And he smuggled that cutting away, preventing it from fully being destroyed by the fires of those great great beasts. And perhaps that was what corrupted him. Perhaps there was some sort of magic in that in that in that uh, in that tree, but perhaps it was something else, but whatever it was, once he returned, these lands were never the same, and forces were of course dispatched to bring justice to one of the war's greatest villains, but they never returned and the the peasants that were lucky enough to flee you know were, would describe the, the the horrific things that were happening here, and that's when the council sent me and my party to to put an end to
3: this. and Well, they, they weren't up to the task. But,
0: but I'm, I'm very fortunate to have, have come across you adventurers. If you've made it this far from the bland land, and if you're members of your order, if, the, if you live up to the reputation that precedes you, then, then you might be just what I need to complete my mission.
1: Cat's brain is just swimming, because this is so much more information about all of these little pieces of the puzzle now. Because now Yanaranthium went from being a uh, like cult figurehead leader.
2: What? you just said Yanaranthium. you just it's is it wrong? Yannaranthium is Agaranthium. You just and you <laughs> combined <laughs> them, like, which is fine. Yanaranthium. It sounds like like a, uh, like, a uh, like a element, like a <laughs> scientific element. <laughs> What's his name? Yannaranthium yeah. yeah. is his
0: last name. Yannaranthius.
1: Yannaranthius. Yannaranthius. I thought was a figurehead for this cult, and the cult followed him. So I presumed that he was like a like a cool dude who was alive. Uh, but turns out he's this like sort of mythic figure who was around as a leader a grand leader during the war which i'm assuming was a war between the bland land and the feywild and he turned the council towards his whims he lived in a beautiful house with a massive glowing tree which is evidently like putting it together that's got to be the white oak that we're talking about the magic big tree uh so, there's just like a lot more to this story than just underground cult bug guy.
0: <laughs> I guess it did get a lot bigger real fast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, Kat's going to ask him
3: Are you aware of the, white, the, the cult of the white oak?
0: The white oak was the, the Argaranthium sigil. It was the sigil. He, t- he took it as his symbol, the, the great tree that, that he built his, his home around. It was a, a source of power, I suppose, but I've never heard that there would be a cult following him. That's that's distressing news if there would there would be people who would who would be still listening to to what he he espoused. It was
3: That's what brings us
1: here. And she resumes rummaging through her pockets and pulls out the white oak bulletin, which has the reward for the hourglass written on it. I believe that has an emblem. Yeah, stand. It had,
0: yeah, it had. Yeah, it had like a symbol on it. And,
1: I want to show that to him.
0: Uh, he takes it um, and he 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 kind of steps away and looks at it, and he paces back and forth a little bit. He sits on some of this
3: fuchsia crystal that's littered around. I didn't know you could sit on it.
2: It looked kind of explosive.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I thought so too.
0: Yeah, I really thought so too. That thought it was going to be some sort of, like, like, it would eat you or turn you into crystal, too. Like, Those
1: things I don't want to touch anymore. Right. I've had my energy sucked so many times.
0: <laughs> you look more closely at, the, uh, at the, the, the pink crystal, and you see that um, it has frozen something solid, like a bush. Oh. Um, has been encased in this ice, uh, this, this fuchsia ice. But he sits on it, and he doesn't turn into crystal or anything. <laughs> uh, and he looks over the bulletin. He uh, sees that they're what they're after, um, that they were after it, the the information on that said that they were after the the Chronomancers and stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, and he it's sees like
1: it, it was like a bounty for any of the hourglasses The hourglasses, specifically. Glasses,
0: right. Uh, and he sees that and he says, ah. The time wizards, yes. Uh, snobby lot, they are uh, between their unique abilities and their alleged divine lineage. You'd be pressed to find a more stuck-up sort anywhere outside of the council chambers. Rarely do they venture forth from their temples, so who, whatever put them in a position to be captured must have been important indeed. Uh, one would have thought they'd have seen it coming. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's their time. They probably did it on purpose. Oh, oh yes, it, it could have been their plan to get captured.
2: Yeah. Why, why else would they get captured? Just right. like you said. This is a serious matter.
0: (laughs) I don't know why you're joking.
1: I know you could joke.
0: (laughs) You lose your traveling uh, companions and you need to find the brighter side of things.
2: Ah, you know what? I apologize for being so aggressive. That was a funny joke.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I shouldn't let you know that if you're going to be a member of this party, Sass is accessible.
2: Oh, yes. Sass is is acceptable.
0: It's one of the rules you see. Yes.
2: Yeah, it's it's number two. Yeah,
0: we've already let you turn right a few times, but we're going to let that slide.
2: Yeah, the communication has improved as well, so I think... You you're well are... on your way, yes. Okay, yes, you're well on your way. You haven't made it yet, but...
1: Communication <laughs> is the first
0: The first rule. And we're doing that right now. In the interest of, of communication, um, the old lord and his his followers, such as they are, uh, the, there could be some truth to, to them perhaps being behind this. If... Uh, if they do still, still serve his old master, that you see that, um...
3: But you said
1: he's killed by dragonfire.
0: Yes, th- that, that, that was what we were, we were all led to believe, that it was the, the largest gathering of dragons in, in history many haven't been seen since.
3: Flesh! Flesh!
1: <laughs> Catherius, brain flesh! <laughs> to her dreams! Dreams. But... <laughs> what? Literally, what? Wait, wait. The theory is like, fucking what? So, th- so many dragons all together. This feels like a thing I've seen, uh, but I was a man standing <laughs> on the top of a platform. Was I him? Was I and
3: Yannanthanius? I thought I wasn't. What?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Are you a bad guy?
3: That's what's in my head.
1: Was I a bad guy? Oh, no. So if, if Nils wanted to roll a, a fucking insight check on Kat.
0: To just, yeah, to see what's going on? Oh, because yeah, her I eyes are freaking dark out.
2: Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Okay, I'll, I'll do insight. Roll with advantage.
0: I don't need to. 21. That's true, <gasps> that'll do it. You definitely see that she's in distress. Uh, you see that something in what, something in the information that was just revealed or something has triggered some sort of reaction in katheria. I'll, I'll walk
2: over and put my hand on her shoulder and say hey hey, your eyes are darting. i know you said you you just said a bunch of dragons and i feel like the last time i heard the
3: last time i heard dragons hush yeah yes
0: okay understood even though he maybe tips the cards a little bit too much it's still very comforting like when he when he touches you again his touch brings some comfort um and kind of calms your nerves a little bit, at least enough for you to start to think a little bit clearer. You're not suddenly overcome. Um, but Castian goes on to say, after you ask about, wasn't he? Wasn't he killed by dragons? It's like yes, that uh, that could be motivation, perhaps, for whatever evil is is preserving the the, the drive of of Orlothos. oh Lord Orlothos would would. Perhaps have it out for the chronomancer's. They're all dragon folk. You see, every single one of them. No one else seems to be able to possess that, that ability or learn those, those magics to be able to, to con- control time that way. It's a, it's an incredibly rare and, and dangerous ability. Uh, and, and only those, uh, descended, uh, from the dragons themselves can claim to, to manipulate time itself. Really?
2: Why? I wonder why that is.
3: It's their scales.
0: Hmm. Uh, and he kind of looks at you when you say that. Uh, it's like, it's something that, like, that's knowledge he wouldn't have expected you to so confidently say. Like, to just be outright like, oh, this is, oh, that's why. That's what, what does it. Uh, and he he kind of gives you a look like... Well, maybe what I've heard of the order is true after all.
1: She feels good at that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, Navia smiles at you as well. Uh, Navia's like, "Oh yeah, you're giving us a good name." And so
2: does so does Nils because <laughs> you gave me information. <laughs> <laughs> oh, their scales. Okay, thanks. I like her because she's smart.
0: Hey everybody, Russell here with a few quick announcements, then we're going to get you right back to it. Thanks so much for listening to episode 11 of our prequel series. Be sure to follow us on social media at pod on Twitter or pod on Instagram. I don't really post on the Instagram. Uh, I might eventually, but I don't much. But the Twitter is the best place to find uh, new news about the show and announcements and things like that. That is the one thing... That I do use so be sure to follow us on Twitter for sure at d pod uh, and Instagram uh, just in case maybe I'll I'll post some more food stuff there I did take a picture of the shabu shabu so maybe I will post that on the Instagram follow it to see if I do uh, very excited to announce that there will be a uh, sale on our Public store this month, starting today, if you're listening to this to the day that it came out, uh, there will be a massive sale at T Public. Stuff will be 40% off. It's their biggest sale yet. So uh, that's going to be from uh, today, Wednesday, the 23rd, if you're listening to this the day it came out, uh, through Saturday. So head over to tpublic.com slash d d I think that'll get you there uh to see what we have available in our merch uh store while Beth's shop is uh restocking. Uh check that out. Uh, t-shirts, mugs, notebooks, the whole nine, uh over on Public. Support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash pod, Beth told me today that uh, she's 80% of the way there with the Margarine shirt. So that will be coming soon, and there will be another shirt following that. I know I've been saying that for a while now, but we're close. And I will share that design as soon as, as, soon as it is available. So uh, stay tuned to Twitter for new news on the Margarine design once that 80% becomes 100%. And check out your art friends, Best other Show, wherever you're listening to your podcasts. They will be returning with new episodes uh, here at the end of the month as well that's it for me just a couple of ads and then we'll get back to it thanks everybody do what's fun As you've had this conversation, you've reached the bottom of the hillside, and you've come to the edge of what was at one point a forest, and you realize that as you're, you're trudging through the snow, you're seeing the, the, the crystals, the pink crystals that are all around, these, these croppings of ice jutting up from the snow, have inside them the frozen tops of trees, that there's feet and feet and feet Whoa. of snow pack. Hmm.
2: Are, are these these it's ice right the pink or purpley crystals, in case, the crystals?
0: yes are you asking me dm or are you asking castian the character
2: you dm i want because i was gonna break one off and take it home with or like keep it but if it's ice and it's, it's just gonna ice. melt
0: it seems like ice it seems like other than the color it seems to you that it is ice you could roll on it to try to get more yeah I'd more like to, out of it yeah i'd like to roll roll nature i guess or investigation I'm negative negative one in both so oh 16 all right um yeah it, it appears to you for all intents and purposes to be ice if mm-hmm. you like go over to one whack it with your hammer and like break a piece off yes. it feels in your hand like ice it behaves like ice the only thing that makes it different is its color and it doesn't melt yeah, I was going to say, is there a vial or something I could put it in? Like you, would, you would have a vial for sure. I think okay. between you and Majumbo, you would, you're not as like, like Navia and Catheria will ha- have like we sample taking kits. <laughs> like they have, they have like researching stuff on them. Yeah. I think that you, the stuff that you guys have is more kind of like, this would be cool, you know you know like yeah, so yours isn't yours isn't as scientific but you you have something you could put this in okay. yeah you could keep a shard of this in yes it feels cold it feels very cold Not, and it doesn't uh like if you were to take off your glove and hold it in your in your bare skin mm-hmm. it doesn't uh burn you the way that like uh uh dry ice would okay um but it is colder than like an ice cube it's it's like if you were to to really quickly dip your hand into like a liquid nitrogen Oof. Um, or something that's like very, very frozen. Okay. And you can't cool. hold it with your bare skin for very long, but it doesn't immediately hurt you. It doesn't immediately turn you into crystal or anything <laughs> like that. It doesn't have any yeah. kind of immediate ne- negative effect, but you do notice that uh, it is encased this forest. And you are walking essentially near the top of this. Like you've got, there's, there's mounds of ice that are a few feet tall. So you've, you've got, you know, six to 10 feet of snowpack that you guys are walking on top of. And it's some, it's difficult to trudge through. You Mm -hmm. notice that Castian is kind of walking almost above it. Um, And, and Navia is a lighter on her feet as well, being an elf. Cat, you're somewhere in between. You're not trudging the same way the boys are. Hmm. Roll a uh, a a perception roll, Nils. My jump is gonna as well. See if how you guys uh, nine. Yeah, his is a four. <laughs> That's not gonna do it. Um, so you guys don't notice this. You guys are too focused on you know trudging your own way through. Yeah, we got heavy armor but, and shield. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. but but, Kat, you definitely feel like. There are some steps where you don't sink,
1: you know how when we first started talking about these characters, and you mentioned that cat's the ty- type of woman who enjoys to walk on like the edge yeah. yeah, I think she's sort of making a game with herself to see how often she can stay above um sure yeah the snow. totally, and then when she steps down into the snow, it's like a like a failure
0: it's yeah, it's like a there's like a thud like it, it, you're kind of like taking a, almost a few running steps and then you miss and then you mm-hmm. like you're, you're moving more irregularly. Yeah. Then and, uh, and I'm trying
1: to like understand what it is. Like what's the variable here? Mm-hmm. Why can I sometimes step on the top and
0: sometimes can't Ooh, roll?
1: It's going to be an eight plus one and nine.
0: You have no idea right now. All right. You're unable to determine. Um, you walk for some time uh, through this forest uh, until ultimately you start to, uh, you start to go downhill a little bit. The, the, the snowpack gets a little bit lighter and the ice gets more uh, prevalent uh, and you realize that you're approaching a town oh. uh, or what once was a town. I was going to say. And you're getting closer to, uh, to the big storm that Castian had explained was the city or was the castle. And you get to this little town and most of the buildings are covered in this ice, but you see that uh, you're able to get to more ground level there's still snow and there's still kind of you know the snow is still falling and there's still a layer of snow but you're you're able to kind of go down and get into more of a ground level uh because there are vines here uh the same kind of roots and vines that were in the cave system Mm. uh, are around this town and where there are vines there's heat and the heat Mm is melting the snow that's weird and the ice and the town is is broken it is it is a ruin from what you can see from the exposed parts of building that aren't completely covered in ice or what you can see through the ice itself uh you can see that there was some sort of fight here at one point or there's the the remnants of of buildings being burned out can i tell how recently roll investigation.
1: Thirteen plus one, fourteen. Does this look like an ancient battle? Does it look like it happened
0: a year ago? It's been some time. It's not a complete ancient ruin, like you're not doing archaeology. Yeah. But it's definitely been some time. You can't say for sure. Like 50 years, 20 years? Is that what some time means? Perhaps. Two years? Years.
1: Okay. Seven years.
0: (laughs) There doesn't appear to be any kind of organic material left uh you know like the mm. thatch from the roofs have rotted away mm-hmm. you come across wood that unless it's frozen it, you don't see any you know that kind yeah. of stuff but what you see is stone um that has been broken or charred or otherwise impacted greatly by what looks to be a, a battle um there are scrapes and scratches along, across stone even the even the cobblestones in the streets have markings of uh, of some sort of you know fracas of some kind. You see coming out of the ground at different points these this root system. Uh, and and Casting says, be on your guard as we approach this town. Says, we're, we're not far from where I lost my my companions. Uh, and you'll you'll see soon why it it's so fortunate that that I came across you. I will need your aid, you see, to get into the get into the castle itself, I...
1: Castian, if you and your companions made it this far, what were you doing up in the mountain where we met?
2: I kind of put my hand on my weapon. (laughs) It's kind of weird. I didn't think about this.
0: (laughs) He turns away from you for a minute, uh, and he looks off into the distance, the wind
3: blowing his hair, his coat billowing. I'm Hesitant to admit this, but
0: I was running away from
3: I
1: daggers.
0: Snow? I look
3: daggers at <laughs> Nils right now <laughs>
1: from snow.
0: <laughs> we only saw one vampire. We saw maybe. one vampire. We, we, I mean, we were able, you, you seemed to be able to find it, fight it okay. And you your own. It didn't bite you guys. And you guys yeah. have magic. We haven't seen him do the ma- any magic, except for, except for his little fire. You a lot of people can conjure fire. Maybe he can't do magic either, and let me tell you, not being able to do magic, not fun. Not fun. Very disconcerting, when
3: the thing that was like your whole thing, then you don't have it anymore. Yeah, that would be... awful. Yeah
0: you kind of have this moment where you all are kind of realizing that like shit's real mm-hmm. uh, here more so than it was when you were, when you were fighting, you know, when you were whipping up the crowd for fish sticks <laughs> and Cassian turns back and he, and he says, I thought I wouldn't be able to complete my mission. I, I if with my, with my companions gone, but when, when we came upon each other, I, 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 I saw a new
3: a new hope for for bringing peace to this land, and for I guess vengeance in a in a way they 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 deserve to be
0: to not have this be for nothing.
3: Mm.
0: There's a, a a secret entrance, you see, into in, the to the castle in, in an old temple in this town, but the mechanics of the doorway are such that. I couldn't get through it on my own. Together, we might be able to do it. And if you're after this cult, uh, it seems as though perhaps old Orlithos is behind plot as well. Our our interests could be aligned and...
3: and, You know, we we might get out of here together. They do seem to be. Hmm. I have one more question to ask you, Castian. When we first came upon each other, you asked us, if we were here, to hunt the creature. Is Lord Orothos the creature? That's really
0: the only word that can be used to describe what he's become.
3: Jills. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. I, I turn to everybody else. I think,
1: our, I, I think this is what we need to do.
0: I think it's the only way that we'll get back is if we can find these these time wizards and bring them back to to the wizard in. he he can get us back and I think at this point that's what we all want. All right.
2: You have my warhammer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and my flute. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Let's go.
0: <laughs> and and Cassian takes up the lead again and he he uh he keeps uh, leading you through this village, winding through these, uh, these broken, abandoned buildings. You get to a little hill, uh, and on this hill you see a temple. Uh, it's a pretty standard temple building, as uh, you would imagine uh, one to be. It looks more familiar, I suppose, to Katheria and Navia than it does to Nils and Majumbo, uh, the temple architecture style in Hosk and, and uh, Plasnamasarid being very unique to the regions um uh Husk being more uh dwarven influenced um and plus being very very human in a way that nights pass is not there's more of an elven and halfling influence in the architecture there it's it's nights pass is a little bit more of a melting pot in terms of how they put things together than uh than the other two uh cities and, of course, Navia is a little bit more familiar with, uh, with elven architecture. But, that said, there is an overall uh, artistry that is kind of beyond what you guys are used to. There, there's a real grandness to this building, or there was in its heyday, if you can imagine what this ruin looked like when it was, when it was whole. The the spires that uh, that reach up toward the heavens are mostly cracked. There's only one that seems to still uh, reach as high as it once did. Uh, the massive uh, wood doors have mostly rot- rotten and fallen off of their their hinges, revealing uh, the entryway. In the pews are burnt and almost petrified wood than anything else at this point. Uh, there's a lot of the the fuchsia ice. And as you enter, you see that the, uh, the altar itself is a tangle of the infected roots. There's a, a, a kind of burst uh, of the, these vines coming from the altar itself. And you look around, uh, and and uh, Kithiria, roll a religion check. This mm. might be one of the first religion rolls we've had in the game. Yeah, oh, yeah, we talked a lot about religion earlier. <laughs> it's, a
1: it's a nat twenty.
0: Wow, you realize that this was a a temple devoted to the moon goddess. Interesting. Whoa. You see that this was... There's Our moon th- goddess. Your moon goddess. There's a oh. lot of the same imagery uh, that you are familiar with from your time, not only in Gelidoy, but in uh, Knight's Pass and in the Knight's Castle. There's a lot of the same uh, iconography that is, is carved into things, but a lot of it is destroyed or... or
1: like defaced? Defaced.
0: Oh. Either by physical marks you know the, the gashes or or cracks or by these vines. and uh navia uh approach, rushes up to to one of the uh one of the images of the moon goddess who, who who's depicted um often in your world as a uh, a kindly woman you know they they there isn't really a decided upon Visage for her. Um, every it's kind of region to region. It's not like you know. It's not like you can. It's not like you could see a picture outside of a temple and be like, oh yeah, that's the moon goddess. Because everybody kind of has their own own interpretation. As you'll remember from Martin encountering the moon goddess and, <laughs> um, and not really seeing her face, but uh, nonetheless, um, you know, there's a lot of lunar imagery in here. There. Was at one point a ceiling, although it is completely collapsed. You can still see on the edges of uh, where the walls would meet the ceiling. There's still some uh, some of it remains. And you can see that there was at one point uh, a what's the word for what the Sistine Chapel is painting on the ceiling? There's a word for that.
3: Oh, I don't know it.
0: Oh, is, is it just mural?
3: Or painted ceiling.
0: Jeez. Oh, I was right.
1: Mike was right is a fresco a fresco is a technique well you grind dry powder pigments in pure water dry and set it with plaster oh that's what fresco is okay
0: well anyway it's a ceiling painting like the sistine chapel <laughs> just
3: to keep all that in
0: <laughs> i'm nailing this religion cut that stuff. into the next art friends episode <laughs> mike yeah mike was right um credit where credit is due Thanks. it is just a mural yeah, there was at one point a mural upon the ceiling that depicted uh, star maps. Um, you can see just from the edges of these that there was at one point uh, stars upon, uh, drawn upon them, painted upon them. Navia is, is aghast at the defacement of this temple. I think Kat is too. Yeah. And, and this is also feeling like deeply personal
1: to her. Sure. She's, she's very feeling very vulnerable, What with that like realization maybe about the dragon thing. And Ian And now we're upon a temple that's like very familiar to her mm-hmm. and star maps or her thing. So it's just, it's like, I think, I think she just feels hot from too much, too much stuff is relevant to her specifically.
2: Mm-hmm. And now does Nils not know anything about the moon goddess or anything?
0: I think you would know, you would know that in other parts of the world, there is a moon goddess who is worshipped heavily. Um, but the way that religion in the in world war in world one Mm -hmm. uh in in the known world works was that there were these prime goddesses prime gods and goddesses and then through time they got distilled down into more regional demigods and stuff so like the the great heifer and everything and the the goat and all these other different more regional kinds of gods so hosk not the most um religious place the Didredon dwarves are are really religious they they or they used to be there are parts of them that are really religious but then they became very scientific mm. so um your part of the world is more kind of like religion's fine if that's what you're into like your your um magic even though you're a paladin that's divine magic according to the mechanics of the game mm-hmm. isn't divine in in our story, the way like you're not deriving your power from a god or goddess. You're deriving your okay. power from your faith in the crown. Okay. Which is your family and your like you're pulling from a different source. Um, whereas Cat and Navia are pulling from nature, and from and nature for them is the leaf and moon together, those two goddesses together is what they worship. And okay. and cat leans more moon, and navia leans more leaf. Um and symbolism um (laughs) so um, yeah so the two of them have strong reactions to this i don't think nils or majumbo would um majumbo is very uh agnostic he uh is a student of the world you know he kind of just he he's he's more into the story aspect of religion than than the faith aspect of it sure so you guys don't have a super strong reaction to seeing this temple in in such a way uh but the but the girls do and Navia rushes toward the altar and and she calls out and she says cat can you see what they've done what this is this is horrible horrible and she rushes over to the altar and all of these vines that have erupted from it and they're growing and they they've burst through the stone they've they've broken through statues they they've They've destroyed the altar itself. There's no other plant life in here, even though for you guys, you would expect there to be plants everywhere because that's part of the way that you worship Mm. Um, the uh, the night plants that respond to moonlight is such a big aspect of the order Uh, and cat's life uh, from growing up in in the night's chamber. It just feels gutted. It just exactly. It feels gutted, except for this grotesque perversion of plant life that is these vines. And Navia starts to rush over to them, to the altar, but calls out and he says, Wait! Don't touch that! Don't touch the vines. If you come in contact with them, they he might be able to find us. Oh, Orylthus? Oh, is he a tree? I'm not sure what he is anymore, but this... There, the, there's no doubt that this is some sort of reach of his... I, I, I can't say for sure what his... Ultimate design is, but but these are evil, and and it wasn't long after one of my companions came in contact with one of these vines that that we were beset upon, and and they fell. I, I
3: just don't don't touch them. Heed his call, Navia. So fucking fantasy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all of us were like, "Whoa." Yeah, <laughs>
1: Right. Listen to thou words of wisdom. I think thou'st words, thyest words. I thine, but it was his, not mine.
0: Thyest his. <laughs> 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 of course, Cat. I believe at this will recall the fact that she has had contact with these plants. Uh-huh. Uh Navy as well, but not in the same way. It was a while ago, though. It was, and further away. So, but it wouldn't,
3: like, set a tracker on me, would it?
0: You don't know? Fuck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you don't know, but I, I think that Kat would definitely be aware of the fact that that happened to her. I don't think that's something that she's going to not. I um, have an idea.
2: And what is that, my friend? You said that these vines are connected,
0: potentially, to Aralthus. Is that right, Cassian? That is my 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 theory. At least it was one of one of my companions fell into one of these vines as we as we were uh, approaching the altar. We will find the secret passage beyond the altar here. We'll have to be very careful not to come in contact okay. with the vines. But w- once once he did, it was not long after that that some servants uh, of the old lord appeared and and. Yeah, things haven't been the same since. Uh, I just think that's too much of a coincidence not to draw a conclusion. Sure, I'm...
2: Cannot get it out of my head that... Have you ever heard of Bug Juice? I, I can't say I'm... I'm familiar. Oh, so, well, so, so... You must try it. You have to try, but he- here's what I'm thinking. And I, this is just to... It's just a thought that I can't get out of my head. What if... We, we don't have to do this, but the thought is here. What if we stab this vine and then pour bug juice in it?
0: You want, you want to get the plant drunk?
2: Well, yeah, because then it would...
0: Well, it, it, like,
2: that's where my plan really you, stops. You know,
0: it really... It, if I, I, I don't remember a lot of our time on the bug juice, but I do remember being very disoriented, and it may prevent, prevent any kind of tracking. Right. I, there is logic here. There's, there's logic, but I don't
2: know really how sound it is. It's just like kind of like a fun experiment. That cat's I...
1: caressing um, a defaced monument to the moon <laughs>
0: goddess. <laughs> <laughs> and the Navy is just like frantically trying to put pieces back together. They keep falling as she does.
2: <laughs> what if we get this plant drunk?
0: <laughs> you know, I, I think this could work. You know, it would would be a fail-safe if if one of us were to kind of tumble or something, slip. uh, Yeah, failsafe. Right. Yeah. Like, whoops, I didn't mean to
2: touch this plan, set off a tracker, but maybe let's stab it real quick and pour bug juice in it, and then it'll throw off the tracker? That's my thought. That's that's a theory. I like it. I think we should do it. Thanks. I think we should maybe not do it right now, because I don't want to set us on a bad... It should be like last resort. You know what I'm saying? Like a last resort thing.
0: If, if we get into like a narrow situation where it's like oh, if, if, we, if we have to be perfect or we'll hit the vines, then maybe then we, we do the drunk vine plan. Yes. I agree with that. <laughs> ladies?
2: Coming sound. Yeah. What do you think? And ladies?
0: then <laughs> and they turn back to you guys and you're, you're like just appalled at what's going Like you have not been paying attention. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, all I know is, don't touch
3: root. Oh, this is so sad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and
2: then number three is get root drunk. Get root drunk. Then then root can't find us. Then root can't find us. Disorienting. Yeah. With the bug juice. Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, do we have to cut it open? Why can't you just
1: put the end of a tendril in
4: the oh, bug like it juice? Drinks it?
1: That's how roots work. Oh. guys i went to the bathroom
2: (laughs) your plan is so much more simple and then rowan has to touch it And then we don't have to touch it we can splash we can just like set up a little cup and use a twig to move the vine into it
3: Just a What's well, not gonna know
2: if it, if a twig touches it?
3: It's gonna know. You don't, you'd know if a twig twig touched you.
2: Yeah, but like if a. Hmm.
3: I know you really want to touch it with a twig, and that's I what
1: this is poke about. Poke a little bit. I know. Castian told us.
2: Okay, well let's do it. let's let's do it how you suggested.
3: Yeah, put the bug juice on the altar.
2: Okay. Not no not all of it though.
3: Okay. What are you saving
4: for?
2: <laughs> for moments
0: like you this. You never know when you're going <laughs> to... Exactly. I mean, if we win, yeah. maybe we'll want to toast.
2: Yeah. Or if we get in another bad situation, we might need it
0: again.
1: What is, can I read Castian's face about this plan? Do
0: you, uh, you want to roll for specifics or you just want a no, uh, quick, quick check. check? Quick check. He's kind of just sitting back and letting you guys figure it out. He's not really weighing in we're our we're his only hope yeah
3: (laughs) no i want to do a deeper check now i'm like wait a second why doesn't it touching
0: because you've gotten to a point where you're the plan is now no longer to touch the vines.
3: okay yeah then it's true it's cool no touch just wet
0: yep these cups were I was kind of saving them for f- something special, but I guess uh, it's an offering of sorts. So uh, and he, he takes, Majumbo takes from his, uh, his possessions a somewhat ornate goblet. Again, this is another instance of uh, Catheria where uh, Majumbo takes something out of his bags and it's ba- very fancy. Damn! <laughs> yeah. Hmm. It's like very finely made, a little bit jeweled. Um, it has like bands of different metals. I,
1: do I have a bad cup that I can, we can use instead? That <laughs> it, it
0: feels like quite a waste. Sure, you probably do have some some Majum- sort of vessel. Majumbo.
1: Majumbo, put those away. Not for a vampiric root system.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess when you put it that way, it does seem a little ridiculous. These are kind of more special occasions. You know, we, we, we complete a quest. We usually toast with these. Yeah. You know. Yeah,
3: you seem like a whittler. Why don't you have like a wood cup?
2: Well, do I have a wood cup?
0: Uh, you could probably fashion one out of what the roots. Oh, there's like the charred remnants of the uh, yeah well, the do pews a,
2: and stuff. Yeah, hold on, give me one second. I start smashing the pews up.
0: <laughs> you yeah you you're able to kind of create a a whole, a vessel of some kind. Yeah, uh, crudely fashioned. And as he does, uh, as he's breaking this apart and everything, how does Katheria feel about watching Nils be crafty?
1: He was confident in that he could do this, but I'm, I'm
3: sort of waiting for the final result.
0: <laughs> okay. To see if this
3: works. Yeah, and um, to see how refined it is. Um, it's, a, it's more bowl than uh, cup. Make him roll.
2: Okay, sure. Damn it. Russell, we almost got away with it.
0: What would this roll?
2: I know. I was thinking, please don't make it nature.
0: Please don't no, make it nature. No, 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 no. I think it would mess. be dex or performance. It wouldn't it would be, be performance. performance. It would be a dex roll. Sleight of hand? Roll sleight of hand.
2: Okay. 18.
0: Okay. Good ball. Yeah. It's, it's a ball. It is a, a functional bowl. Yeah, it, it is, it's not the deepest. It's, it's, more, it's kind of like a shallow, shallow bowl.
2: I was thinking of a half moon while crafting this. It was my... my oh, uh, okay. You know, to appreciate the... Because we're in the uh, place of uh, worship for the moon goddess. I can see it. I tried to be genuine.
3: When we put the bug juice in it, it sort of makes the shape
1: of a half moon.
0: Yeah, it's kind—it's of, kind of not totally even, so yeah. that it kind of pools in such a way that it has kind of a crescent shape. Yeah. That, uh, yep. That was
2: my my like really intricate design for it.
0: I'm touched. Okay. Uh, and then Majumbo, I think, is going to be the one to, to gingerly place it. I think he's a little bit more delicate than than you, Nils, and yes. he's going to take it up to the altar. And he puts he he maneuvers in such a way where he avoids. The, the vines, and he's able to find what remains um, of the altar, he kind of like, you know, like blows away some dust. Cad, you get a glimpse now of what the altar was originally made of. Mm. And it was black oak. Really? Mm-hmm. But it's since cracked and blistered and broken by this, uh, by this plant, this, this evil plant. Uh, and, and Majumbo, you know, after, after clearing a little bit of space, he puts Nils' bowl with the bug juice on it. He says something, uh, kind of, his lips move, you don't really hear it, but he kind of whispers something as he backs away. Roll perception. Yeah. Both of you. 15
1: plus 6, 21.
0: 11. Uh, 11 won't hear it, because he's trying to not be heard. Mm. Um, but, uh, 21 will, and he, he's saying something in Elvish. Of course, I Uh, As he does, and the bowl kind of tips magically uh, and it pours over um, in a very uh, reverent way. There's like rises a little bit and it pours in almost a ritualistic way.
2: (gasps) My Uh, bowl. I think (laughs) think she liked it. Who's she? The moon goddess.
3: Oh.
1: (laughs) Who's she?
3: I don't think the moon goddess's
1: presence is here any longer. Well, we just gave her an offering and the bowl just tipped over like that. Did you watch Majumbo cast a spell on
0: it? He, it was the, I, I, I did nothing of the sort. It must have been the moon god.
2: must, he didn't do anything. It must have been the moon
0: goddess.
2: <gasps> oh, you're right. It must have been the moon goddess. <laughs>
0: okay. Sassy is acceptable. I know. <laughs> wow. Um, and there's a shutter. As Uh-oh. the bug juice makes contact with <laughs> the, uh, with the plants. Um, and they start to kind of shake and, sh- and uh, and rattle. And they extend. Whoa! <laughs> Whoops. Everyone that was curved suddenly goes straight. Oh. And, uh, roll dex, roll, uh, dex oh, saving throws. God.
1: <laughs> I have inspiration if this goes south. Twelve. Thirteen.
0: Navia gets a dirty twenty. Oh, nice! Majumbo also got a twelve. Uh-huh. Um, you guys are going to get clipped, Nils and Majumbo, uh, by the straightening vines. Navy and Katheria, you're able to get out of the way. Oh, just barely. Just barely. You're going to take nine damage. Okay. Nils and Majumbo, you get uh, you're you're not ready for it. It clips you. Whoa in between the armor, uh, and Castian, I gotta roll for him, too. He's fine. Um, <laughs> he says, watch out! Uh, uh, watch out for the vines! Um, did it get you? Did, did, did it latch? Uh, no, i am not latched, but it definitely touched me. I got hurt. And right after they extend that way, uh, they start to shrink and retreat. Oh! And they kind of wither back. They don't... It's almost now as though it's a living... Thing, well, it's a plant, but you know what I mean—a conscious thing, mm. a, 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 a sentient thing. There's a sound; uh, it's not quite a whimper, not quite a, a, a scream, uh, as this huge chunk of this root system that had erupted from this altar retreats, pulling stone and, and charred ancient wood with it. Whoa! And it pulls down into some sort of hidden path beyond. Um, And it reveals a now broken staircase that descends downward, and that is what you see before you. Uh, And Cassian says, "Well, I guess the bug juice
3: that worked."
0: worked." (laughs) (laughs) Nils has
2: such the biggest smile on his face. I
1: I think both of us looked at Mike, and he went from like just just staring at the wall to slowly
3: his mouth started curling
1: upward. (laughs) Yes,
2: yeah, that's uh courtesy of the bug man that we killed this, cult, this cultist no, there was a cultist yeah he yes. was he was a bad guy but we had got some bug juice and uh, it's really good
1: you stole that bug juice from his bar have been holding on to it for over a week i've had to smell that every day in the dark dungeonous wormhole of that mountain mm-hmm. And now finally you use it and it helps us. I, I can't believe it. I, I can't believe
2: this. It's it, You know, when you are an adventurer such as myself and Majumbo, you tend to pick up things that might be useful later without realizing that it would be this useful later.
0: And you know, if you just leave them in your pack, you'll never find out.
3: It's, but bug juice, you'd fi-
1: you will be reminded of that every single day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and after that hangover, I am reminded every day. That I look at you're...
1: Castian;
3: they drank that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's good. We've all drink drank things we're not proud of.
3: No, we have not.
0: <laughs> Do you want to try now? <laughs> no. <laughs> There's a um, a sound from within the the hole that the the root system leaves. Deeper within the, wherever the secret passageway, a loud splash uh, it sounds like something very, very heavy fell into something wet a splash of some kind and the the sound of something scraping through uh, earth uh, continues for some time to echo through the secret passageway behind the altar.
1: Am I right to assume that something was dislodged?
0: You get that impression.
1: It's not like a like a living thing as a walking. It's it's like something no, it, fell. It's
0: this yes, it's you you, could, you draw the conclusion that something the the root system was maybe around something or had dislodged something as it retreated. Uh, it did not like the bug juice,
1: and we still have some left
3: over.
0: Yeah, we didn't use all of it.
3: Well, into the cave we go yet again.
0: Uh, yeah. Uh, you descend into the cave. Uh, it is so, it is now very difficult to find your way into the secret passage because uh, as the root system retreated, it destroyed part of the staircase. So you all are going to have to make mm. uh, athletics rolls to try to climb across this. This is you don't have the luxury of time that you did uh, in the cavern system where you could just kind of wait until you were good. You know, you could carefully climb and work together to climb. Now you have to roll Athletics. Ooh, not a great roll from Navia. I did 23. 23 is great. Really 15. bad roll from a Jumbo. 23 is good. 15 is good. Uh, um, Cassian is good. Can I catch <laughs> either of them?
1: Can we catch each other's friends? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Roll another roll. Try to grab him.
1: Of athletics? Yes. Uh Oh. Oh, Nine. I reach for Majumbo and I roll a one.
0: (laughs) Oh, and I go for maybe and roll a nine. You are both unsuccessful and they slip on the uneasy stone, the old broken uh, stone of this secret passage, and they fall.
2: Mm. That if they fall and then. On the ground, or...
0: They fall down into... This This is kind of a spiral staircase that leads to this secret passage, and it's all broken. Uh, And they fall several flights down um, and tumble pretty good. They're going to take some some damage. Oh. uh, As a result of this. I thought it was just like a small hop. I was also under the assumption
1: that it was a small hop.
0: No, it was a small hop that if you miss...
1: Becomes Means flights of spiral staircases. <laughs> fall down this,
0: this, this staircase, yeah. Um, and they take some, some damage as they kind of tumble down, uh, and they disappear uh, behind a, a curve, <clears throat> and you lose sight of them.
2: Ooh. Uh, oh I thought, I thought we could do that, and we
0: didn't.
1: And... Navia, and I run. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Bo, you run down, uh, Castian coming up behind you, you get to the bottom and you see that they've landed, uh, and it's dark. It is very, very dark. It is so dark now that uh, Nils you can't see. Etheria mm. you can. I cast light, and when you, you cast light, uh, Majumbo rolls over and he says, "Oh, I think I landed on something pointy." And he rolls over and he grabs whatever he landed on Uh-oh. that was so uncomfortable, and he pulls a skeletal forearm. It's gonna forearm. be a fucking guy. I oh. knew it's gonna be
1: a human guy.
2: Oh well, at least it wasn't a vine and the fingers start to move
0: D&D&D is a Moorpark Media podcast and a Spotify preferred partner. Written and edited by me, James Gressel. D&D&D is performed by James A. Genese, Chelsea Rebecca, Beth Bradloff, and Mike Sagan.